0: verse for the children Um, and I'm coming out of 2nd John 1st chapter 4th verse 2nd John 1st chapter 4th verse when you have it say amen if you don't have it say wait a minute Second John, the first chapter, fourth verse. It's the letter. Amen. Wait a minute. And it reads as such in our hearing, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received the commandment from the Father. You may be seated. One of the things that I've noticed about one of the, well, well, I really don't like to listen to news oftentimes because the news gives a false betrayal of our children nowadays. They want to group all children as the same as all children being the same way. And the truth of the matter is that all of our children are not the same way. Some of our children are getting it right. This verse says, I have found, I have rejoiced greatly that I have found of thy children walking in the truth. So what he is really saying is there are some of us that are getting it right. So we ought to rejoice that there are some of us that are knows the right way and know the truth. The problem is that all of our children don't know the truth. Therefore, we cannot charge them for what they do not know. Because if they don't know, this really falls on our hand. Because the Bible says, train up the child in the way in which he should go. And then that will direct his path. But if we don't train them up, how can we expect them to go in the right path when they don't know the truth? The truth of the matter is the truth is the truth, and the truth can stand by itself because on Christ, the solid rock, we stand, and all other things are sick and sand. And so I stand on Christ, the solid rock, which is the truth, not Buddha, not Gandhi, not Farrakhan, but on Christ and Christ alone. Actually, I want to say Christ Christos, meaning Christ all by himself, who is standing only on his own, all by himself. Christ, 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 Christ. I know no other word, no other name above Jesus Christ, no other name that can go as low as Jesus Christ is. Because no other man would go down as low enough to pull Mark Stevens up out the bottom. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm standing, I rejoice because some of us got it right. Some of us have walked away, but some of us have turned around and God has picked us up and turned us back in the right direction. And we have got it right. He says, we have received a commandment. Now, this is not a new commandment. This is actually a commandment from the beginning. And the greatest commandment that we have is to love one another. When we learn to love one another, we can understand that it ain't always about you. So some of the things that we ought to do ought to be about them. And since it is Children's Day, we ought to learn how to love on them a little bit more and more and more. I thank God that I had someone who had had enough time to spend time about loving me. Because there are times even when I got older, I didn't even know how to love myself. But I noticed there was a God that was able to come down and sweep and love me in spite of which way I wanted to go. Because I have received something of a commandment that I belong to Jesus Christ and therefore I have to walk in love. God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish. What he's saying, God loves you so much, in spite of when you was yet sinners, he still gave a son, knowing what you was going to do, knowing that you was going to act right, knowing you wasn't going to behave, but he still loved you just enough to give his son. Christ, Christ, Christ. He had to do it. If he had not have done it, but nothing else would have saved you. It took the precious blood of Jesus Christ to save you, and not, nothing else can save you. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can wash me white as soul? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Christ, Christ, Christ. I have received something that is about love, and it takes over me. Love is will grab a hold of you and move you in a direction that you don't understand that you're moving in. When you love somebody, you will do something that you wouldn't normally do. That's love. That's love. Love will pull you out of your comfort zone. Love will take you to a place that you've never been before. Love will make you get up in the middle of the night and walk in a circle. Love will make you put down a phone. Love will make you pray. Love will make you cry. Love will get you up. Love will get you down. Love has many facets of it and all in one big bowl, but it's all called love. But the greatest thing we get to do is rejoice because we got the love of God on your side. I get happy when I think about my Savior, what he's all he's done for me. his grace and his mercy. Mercy was before I accepted Jesus Christ, and then colognes come grace. But I look at mercy and say, that's got to be some mighty love. How could you love someone when he's going the wrong way? How can you love someone when they refuse to talk to you? Love, love, love. I rejoice that I found some children that have received a commandment. Not a new one, but an old one. One thing I like about children, they have the ability to love in spite of. In spite of, you let them down. In spite of the promise that you gave them. In spite of that you've been away. There's a daughter out there today who hasn't seen her father in spite of. She still loves him. There's a daughter somewhere out there that doesn't know where her father is. Her father ain't picked up and held up, and she needs to be helped, but she still loves him. Yeah. That's what love would do, to make you wrap yourself around somebody when you don't want to stand to somebody that you're wrapping yourself around. That's what love do. I've got the love of Jesus because I'm learning from the children down in children's hearth how to love somebody. In spite of how I feel, oftentimes they come up and hug me when I don't even really understand why they're hugging me, but that's just love. They learn how to give back, be like a child. But God says, if you're coming to me like a child, I will accept you in. God says, come to me as a child. What he said, move your issues. Move your doubts. Quit worrying about your job. Quit worrying about that man. Quit worrying about that boy. Quit worrying about this. Quit worrying about that. And receive the commandment of love. Love will change things for I have found something some that will rejoice in spite of anything else because of love. There are some of us is going to get happy today because of what God's done. And then there's going to be some of us is going to be worried about tomorrow. But I don't know about you. I would not worry about tomorrow because we do not know what tomorrow holds. So today you have to learn how to love like you love no one else before. And I'm out of here. I thought I was out. <laughs> we have uh, uh, two guest speakers coming in, too. Uh, Sabrina, Sabrina, Sarabi, Miners, Miners and woo, yeah. Pre, pre, yeah. Sister Henderson. <laughs>
1: Sarabi is going to introduce Preya, who will be our first child speaker Amen.
2: Amen. good good morning new mission good morning. my name is Sarabi Miners and i will be introducing Preya Henderson but first let me tell you a little bit about her she's nine years old and honors student at North Avondale Montessori she'll be in the fifth grade this upcoming school year. Her favorite colors are sky blue and all shades of pink. Her hobbies are praise dancing, stepping, of course talking, karate, singing, and making new friends. Most of all, prayer puts God first in her life and he's the one that guides and leads her. The second most important thing is that prayer is my best friend. But without further ado, I would like to bring up here Praya Maria Henderson.
3: Okay. So John. First John four four. What? Good 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 morning, new mission. I am I am thankful for the opportunity to speak to you today. First John four four. Children, you belong to God and you have defeated these animal, enemies. Start it over, children. You belong to God, and you have defeated these enemies. God's spirit is in you, and more powerful than the than the one that is in the world. I just want one for. Okay, that verse means to me. When you let Jesus into your life by walking with Him, you're on a new journey. You have His security blanket around you at all times. I tell him, thank you for the day. Thank you for my parents, my grandmother, sisters, and brothers, and my church family. I'm I'm learning more about Jesus through my church, and he already knows all about me. I've learned Jesus died for me, and that makes me feel very special. I like being a member of New Mission because I can go to, to members of my church and talk to them, I am free to serve God by praise dancing, singing in a choir, praise dancing, and ushering at home, I serve God by helping my mother, my parents, and my little sister at home at school, I can serve God by helping the teachers and my classmates when they need help. I'll play and be nice to others classmates when they don't have anyone to play with. Sometimes I'm afraid when people fight or try to fight me. But I remember God and Jesus are always with me. I always try to remember. I always try to remember that I am a child of God and he loves me. If you can turn to John, Second John, well, Chapter One, Verse Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very glad to learn that some of uh, some of our children are obeying the true friend. I am not writing to tell you and other children to do something. You have to love each other, which is is the first thing you are told to do. This verse means to me, since I I received Jesus in my life, I learned it's better to tell the truth than telling a lie. When you tell the truth, it makes God very happy. When you tell a lie, it just makes them bad. <laughs> Before, I didn't understand why it's so important to tell the truth. But now I'm a child of God. I'm learning it's best to tell the truth. I'm learning by reading my Bible, coming to Sunday school, and coming to church to church. Amen. Thankful. Thank you.
0: next introduction of speaker would be christopher allen and the speaker he will be introducing our speaker amen. amen
4: giving honor to god and reverend ventus my name is chris allen and i am 13 years old i am up here to introduce my best friend elijah williams he is 12 years old his favorite color is any color with black except gray and white. He just graduated from the sixth grade at North Avondale, and he will be attending Clark Montessori. He likes cars and can probably tell you anything about them. He also likes to play games and the drums, and he says he is going to be the future minister of music for New Mission Baptist Church. He's big have been my best friend for eight years and counting. We've been th- we've been to Kings Island camping, the beach, Monster Jam, and Scalawag Tech. Certain restaurants over my house and my parents. And when my parents go out to, out of town, that's where you'll find me. Pastor, associate ministries, deacons, and trustees. Fellow Christians, my friend Elijah Williams.
5: Good afternoon. I'm glad, I'm glad to have the pleasure to do this. Although I don't have anything like prayers, It's not as good, but it's dark. We as children in Christ have the power to change the world and defeat Satan and his mans. We children can do this because God has given us the power of faith, love, and truth. We, are, we children are going to do this by using our faith to tell others about the truth, which is our mighty powerful God and encourage them to read the Bible, and most importantly, love them. If we don't do this, God will make us powerless, and we won't finish our goal to defeat Satan and change the world. These men of Satan belong to the world, and the world listens to them. But we don't because we, Christian children, listen to God. And those who belong to God and everyone who knows him will will listen to us. And those who don't know him don't listen. Our main factor is love, and love is truth. So when you truly love somebody like the way you love Jesus, then everyone who knows the truth will love you too. And these people who know the truth is in their hearts, and it will stay there forever. We children pray that when we defeat Satan and his minions, that God our Father and Jesus Christ, his Son, will be kind to us and let them give us peace, truth, and love all around. And he was glad to hear that we children in Christ were obeying the truth like he told us to do. This is how we as children tell the spirit that speaks the truth from the one that always says lie. This is how we are going to change the world.
1: Okay, you'll really laugh if I fall. <laughs> Good, morning. Good morning. Okay, so quick correction. I think you already made it. So your your speakers for today of course were Minister Mark Stevens and Minister Priya Henderson and I guess future pastor Elijah Williams. So what I'm going to try to do, um, I don't need to clean up anything that they said, because I think that um, everything that they said was accurate. Would you agree, Best?: You know. Um, as a matter of fact, I would like to only probably take one minute to speak to the kids and then the rest, you know, for our adults, um, just to make sure that we don't miss the points that the kids were trying to make. Um, I think that I, I really hope that you we were listening closely because really the only thing, the only message that we need to receive, the kids have already spoken. Um, I, the unfortunate thing is a lot of times as us as adults, I think sometimes we miss the fundamentals or we think that we have moved beyond the fundamentals. But the problem is when we move beyond the fundamentals, we miss the entire picture. Um, the only thing that we're trying to teach the children is At this point in time, right now, they have everything that they need if they are in Christ to defeat Satan. That means that right now, no matter what their age is, no matter what situation they come from, no matter if it's a single parent home, no matter if it's a double parent home, no matter if they live with grandma, grandpa, no matter what school they go to, if you are in Christ Jesus, you have everything that you need to defeat Satan. We're trying to paint the picture of Jesus Christ of being this superhero for them, that they can give any and everything to him, that at the end of the day, They can just get down on their knees, say a prayer, and rest peacefully. The problem is none of us as adults are going to sleep with that peaceful spirit. Because at some point when we got introduced to bills or when we understood what temptation was, or when we now know what it means that you get on my last nerve, <laughs> when, we intri- when we get introduced to this thing called life, sometimes it's easy to forget that we can cast all of our cares upon him. But the only message that I want us adults to not miss is that the Bible is not a comic book just for children. It is not a fantasy just so as they're young, they think that everything is going to be all right. The book was written for you. And even though we do face real enemies, even though Satan is real and even though life gets downright hard sometimes, the only thing that I really want us as adults to come back to is that same feeling that we had when we were their age and we knew that everything was going to be okay. It's important that you get it because if you don't get it, the children are going to grow up and they're going to adopt the same attitude that you have right now. We can tell them in Sunday school that everything is going to be okay. We can tell them in Sunday school that God is able. But if I go home and I see my parents do nothing but stress over every little thing, if I go home and what I hear does not match up with what I see, sooner or later I'm going to adopt what I have seen. Well, we have to be careful Especially especially my young parents, because I know we have a lot of them, is you have to understand that what you are doing is you are positioning your child's future. There are some things that pass down from generation to generation to generation. What we are telling the kids is that they have the power to change the world. But before the world can change, the church has got to change. And before the church has changed, the family has got to change. It starts with the individual person, yes? But what Satan is doing, if I can systematically destroy the family then the church cannot be brought back together. And if the church cannot function, and if the church be the, is supposed to be the functioning body of Christ, then now there is no representative of Christ to defeat Satan. And without Satan, uh, without Christ, we have no hero. And all we have is someone who is trying to defeat us. So I just want to remind you of a few things. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, it tells us to test every spirit, to know what is from God. My Bible says that every good and perfect thing is from God. So that means that those people on your job that do nothing but root for you when you are down, And you know exactly who I'm talking about. Never got anything positive to say. And they're always like, ooh, girl, if that was me, I I don't know what I would have done. Oh, that's real bad. You just in a real bad situation. And oh, you just had to give up. You separate yourself from those people because what you receive through your ear gates, what you receive through your ear gates, your eye gates will be what you begin to take in but every good and perfect thing is from God. So that means that even in my situation, even in my stronghold, even when my children, yeah, we're rooting for them today, but sometimes they get on our nerves Monday through Friday, right? Even when my children act up, God has a blessing somewhere in the midst. If we can remember, if, God could use Job's every situation, and in the midst of losing his family, in the midst of losing his livelihood, in the midst of losing everything that he had, if God could show up in that situation, what situation can't he show up in yours? Now, I apologize because I realize that even though God has been doing this, what, 2000 and what's this year? 12 years after, you know, Jesus's death, that you have a situation that is so unique that he has not encountered yet. Sometimes I I know that we stand to feel that, you know, this thing that I'm going through or this stronghold that I'm dealing with or this temptation that, you know, seems to get me down. God has not dealt with that yet. You don't understand my situation, Right. Children, is there anything too hard for God? Say it with your chest. Is there anything too hard for God? No. Is there anything too hard for God? No. Can you tell these adults that there is nothing? Say, there is nothing. There is nothing. Stand up. Look at them. Say, there is nothing. There is nothing. You got to say it like you mean it. Say, there is is nothing." nothing. Nada Nada That thing you're, going through, thing you're going through That's on your mind right now That's on your mind right now Is it too hard for God?
2: No,
4: it's no hard for God. No. No. no
1: There is nothing, there is nothing too, hard too hard Too hard For God For God Thank you Do you believe what you just said? Do you believe what they just told to you? Is there anything too hard for our God? Anything too hard for our God? Let me give you this last point and then I'll sit down. What Christ did on the cross, when he said on the cross, it is finished. What he did was he said, I was in control the entire Time. This is all a part of an orchestration of a bigger plan that me and my father had just for you. There are times when there are so many things going on in your physical self that you cannot remember the spiritual truths. But in the midst of him getting beat, in the midst of him being nailed to the cross, in the midst of him about to give up the ghost and encounter death, what he said was, it is finished. What the cross did was it opened the door that no matter what you may go through, you can put it on the cross and say, it is finished. And so if we, like Paul, say that I am crucified with Christ, then those things that happen in my physical body, I can put them on a spiritual cross and say, it is finished. Because greater is he that is in me than he who exists in this world. That means that there is nothing that I can encounter that I cannot go through. The Bible does not say that God will never put anything on you that you can't bear. Job couldn't bear what he went through on his own. But the difference is greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. If you do not know the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, then I don't know what to tell you. Because the world that we live in is a world that you cannot make it in if you do not have something else helping you along. You might maintain. I will give you that. You might think you're maintaining and try to make it from day to day today. Some of us are living from paycheck to paycheck, stressed out, worried, don't know where the next meal is coming from, things like that. I'm not saying that once you become a Christian, all your problems are going to go away. But what I am telling you is that I am telling you from experience that no matter what I go through, I cast all of my cares on him. And we are inviting you to cast all of your cares upon him. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. While you're trying to carry your burdens, God will carry you. And you don't have to worry about it. There is somebody here today that does not know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's somebody here today that thinks that the kids are just learning a fairy tale. I want you to know, they know something. They caught on to something. Yeah, they still got a couple more years in school, but they just learned the one fundamental thing that there is to learn on this side of glory. And that's with a relationship with Christ. When I have a relationship with Christ, I... Everything is okay. I dare you to get saved on Children's Day. I dare you to bring your stronghold to the altar on Children's Day. I dare you to tell Satan that he is defeated on Children's Day. There is nothing too hard for our God. Every saint ought to be praying. Let's stand.